It was why he requested that the king allow him one last visit to the temple before the second attack came in the morning. He, too, knew that the first attack on the city walls was merely preliminary. The carnage that would come with the morning would be swift and merciless. Tovar looked down at the two objects on the bed. We must not allow these to be taken by the Babylonians. If they were to fall into the hands of our enemies, I fear that Israel will never be able to rise from the ashes. Nebuchadnezzar would be unstoppable from the far reaches of Asia all the way to the foreign lands to the west. No army could ever stand in his way. His grim words hung in the air and reverberated off the marble walls. He turned his attention to the older apprentice. Lamesh, you have served me since you were just a boy. You have always done as I asked and have been loyal to the one true God of our people. What I ask you to do now, both of you, could get you killed, but I must ask. Will you serve your high priest and your God one last time? Lamesh nodded without reservation. Daniel did as well. Tovar swallowed hard. I wish there was another way. I truly do. If I were younger, his thoughts trailed off. Lamesh, you must take the Hoshin with you. Wear it under your robe. Take it far from here, to a place not yet touched by the empire of Babylon. I have the fastest horse from the royal stable, ready for you. Go through the southern gate, where Nebuchadnezzar's presence is weakest. Ride hard through the night. Keep to the tree lines, and you should be safe. Daniel, the king will be expecting you to return from your diplomatic mission. Carry this bag with you. It is imperative that Nebuchadnezzar never know its contents. If the stones in that bag are ever reunited with the breastplate by the forces of evil, all will be lost. Daniel's gaze lowered to the pouch that the high priest had placed in his hand. There was barely any weight to it, but he knew that inside the fate of the nation, perhaps the world, rested in the balance. He looked back up at Tovar, his eyes full of question. Master, keeping it so close to the king could be very risky. Should I not ride far to the west and hide it there? Tovar's eyes filled with peaceful determination. His kind expression instantly relaxed the two younger men. Nebuchadnezzar knows about the Hoshin and the two stones. You both must understand something, something only the high priest knows. They waited breathlessly to hear what their rabbi had to say. The old man took a breath and let his eyes wander around the room, as if trying to find the right words. These relics are not the first of their kind. The Babylonians have their own. They call them the Tablets of Destiny. Nebuchadnezzar's tablets, however, are useless. His pagan priests tell him things as if the tablets are answering their questions, but the king is no fool. He knows that there is no power in those false relics, but he has heard of these. Tovar pointed at the breastplate and then the pouch in Daniel's hand. Nebuchadnezzar knows that our relics are blessed by the one true God, and that with these there is very real power.
After he sacks the temple and finds that these holy objects have been removed, he will search far and wide for them. So we must hide them in the only places he will never look. One of those places is right in front of him, in the pockets of someone he trusts. It suddenly made sense to the two assistants. The plan was perfect, and Tovar was right. The king would never in a million years think to check the people in his own court. What about me, master? Lamesh asked. Where should I go? The old priest put his hand out and pressed his palm into the young man's shoulder. He stared into his apprentice's eyes with calm blue orbs. Something about Tovar's eyes was soothing, reassuring. Your task is equally dangerous, though should you succeed, your danger will come to an end as soon as you are relieved of the Hoshin. Relieved?